Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and it's Wednesday, February 21st. Tesla's decision to not sign a collective agreement with its service workers in Sweden may now affect superchargers as another union joins in. For the past four months, Tesla service workers in Sweden have been on strike in order to be included in a collective bargaining agreement. Now, the issue has been gaining momentum, and now superchargers are the next battleground. The Swedish Union for Service and Communications Employees has entered the fight. This union's effort will take the form of, quote, blockade of work with planning, preparation, new connections, network expansion, service, maintenance, and repairs regarding all of the car brand Tesla's charging stations in Sweden. So, in effect, it will likely block Tesla from launching new superchargers in the country and could cause issues with repairs for existing ones. Tesla appears to be significantly ramping up Cybertruck production as more deliveries are happening and a large fleet is being spotted outside of Gigafactory, Texas. Now, Tesla hasn't released any detailed numbers of production. It's left us to speculate with clues, such as a new drone flyover video from Joe Tegmeyer. In the latest video, we see a little over 100 trucks awaiting delivery. Now, Tesla is guiding a ramp up of up to 250,000 Cybertrucks per year in roughly 18 months. That puts the milestone around mid-2025. Everything between now and then is hard to predict, as there's a lot of factors that can affect production, but at least now we know that they can get to this level. A Tesla driver using the new full self-driving beta version 12 software managed to showcase a new behavior, the vehicle autonomously looking for a parking spot. The new Tesla version 12 software update is expected to introduce what Elon Musk has been calling end-to-end neural nets. The biggest difference with previous updates is that the vehicle's controls would now be handled by neural nets rather than being coded by human programmers. Now, Tesla was supposed to release version 12 last year, but that has been delayed. The automaker started to push the update last month, but only to a few customers. The company has yet to do a wide release, but they pushed a few more owners this week. In the instance recently recorded, the vehicle appears to drive slowly through an alley in order to get to the end where the navigation pin was located. Once there, there was nowhere to park, and instead of stopping, the vehicle updated the navigation to drive around the block. As the vehicle drove back into the alley, this time it stopped earlier than the pin to pull into a spot. It's quite impressive. A Tesla Cybertruck owner drove the electric pickup through water in the first real-world test of the Wade mode. Now, the action is certainly not covered by warranty, so we'll just kind of put that out in the open right now. Elon Musk has actually made claims that the Cybertruck could be briefly servicing as a boat. Tesla actually did include a Wade mode on the vehicle, but until now, owners have been understandably hesitant to drive the car into a lake. Now, in the warning when activating Wade mode, Tesla doesn't recommend going past 2 feet and 7 inches of water, and again says proceed at your own risk. Sure enough, the video shows the Cavalier owner driving into about a foot of water, which was nothing exciting, but as they got even deeper, parts of the truck began to respond. Two plastic body pieces came undone, which was easy enough to address, but the buttons for the tailgate and the tonneau cover stopped working after the test, leading some to question if other functions lie damaged elsewhere. Overall, the vehicle did drive out of the water, which appeared to go up to not too much beneath the driver's window. So it did work. It still drives, which is, I suppose, on par with Fisker. Rivian released its fourth quarter 2023 earnings just today, 
and they showed gross margin improvements over last year, but the numbers are down sequentially. Rivian also announced that it will reduce its workforce by 10%. After delivering over 50,000 EVs, more than double last year's delivery numbers, Rivian looks to keep momentum rolling into 2024. The EV maker reported a net loss of $1.3 billion in the third quarter, with around a $30,500 loss per vehicle. That's pretty high, but the number is down significantly from 139227 just a year ago. Now, Rivian generated a $1.3 billion revenue in the fourth quarter, primarily from the sale of 13,972 vehicles. For the full year, Rivian's revenue reached $4.4 billion, which is up 167% from 2022. Rivian's gross loss of $606 million is an improvement from last year at about $1 billion loss. However, it is up from the around negative $477 million third quarter and negative $412 million in the second quarter of 2023. With lower delivery numbers, higher gross losses were expected. Overall, Rivian posted a net loss of $1.58 billion in the fourth quarter, down from $1.79 billion the year before. Rivian ended the quarter with $9.37 billion in cash and equivalents. The company believes that they have enough cash to fund operations through 2025. After temporarily losing availability for the federal tax credit in early January, Cadillac has announced that the Lyric is once again eligible for the total amount of up to $7,500. Additionally, some previous ineligible Lyric customers will receive a purchase incentive from Cadillac directly. General Motors said that the disqualification for the tax credit was only temporary and that the guidelines affected minor components in the Lyric and also the Blazer EV. Now, the latter has more significant issues at the moment, and GM has put a stop sale on that model. But Cadillac did confirm that they are resuming the federal tax credit eligibility, sharing that General Motors' supply chain team quickly resourced the minor components for their Ultium battery cells that initially disqualified it. Just days after Stellantis CEO Carlos Tavares divulged the automotive conglomerate was mulling over building electric vehicles in a joint venture for Leap Motor in Europe, now he goes on further, sharing openness to also assemble the Chinese EVs in North America, most likely the U.S., if necessary. Now, following a very public falling out with an inherent joint venture partner, GAC Group, in China, Stellantis found a new suitor specializing in Chinese EVs with Leap Motor in October of 2023. Now, last week, Stellantis CEO Carlos Tavares he told Italian media that the company was considering the idea of building the Leap Motor vehicles at their plant in Turkey. But now, according to a new report, North America is also on the table. Tavara said there's no reason to exclude any country that is currently home to a Stellantis manufacturing facility, but Europe and the United States are two of its largest markets, which is why they are most probably going to be establishing Chinese EV production in one of these. Now, in other Stellantis news, the first Stellantis brand electric vehicle destined for the U.S. just rolled off the assembly line. The all-electric Fiat 500e will arrive in the U.S. by the end of March, after selling out of its first dealer allocations in less than a week. In today's community comment found on YouTube, F. Geiger 41 says, Sparks completely and inadvertently contradicted himself and said twice that he was pumping Nikola stock and Nikola was a partner in Ember. Not a good look at all. Yeah, it seems that that video that Sparks made for the truck was perhaps rushed, I'm going to guess that he was just shooting from the hip and really didn't consult a PR person at all. 
I normally don't hear a new company or new product announcement begin with excusing convicted criminal behavior. I think that's the first thing that a public relations professional would say. Something like focus on the future or something. You know, I had never heard of the Sparks fellow or his channel before, but it seems that he is a neighbor of sorts. I saw in the video that he was filming the Badger just off of Legacy Parkway, which is a road just up the way from my place here in Salt Lake. Thanks for watching Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and I hope you have a great day.